and welcome back to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. As always, I am so excited to be back here with you this week, and we have a very, very special episode for you. This week's guest is Dr. Renee Hubka. She is a board-certified naturopathic physician and licensed acupuncturist and homeopath, and she's also a holistic healer. We have so much fun talking today. We have laughs. She makes healing trauma fun. She makes nutrition fun. She makes just being human fun. I had such a blast talking with her and hearing her story is so powerful. She talks about overcoming her abusive childhood, overcoming eating disorders, overcoming body dysmorphia, and just actually demanding from the universe that she could eat certain foods. The story is so good. And I'm actually taking her nutrition course right now. And it has like completely changed the way that I eat. Hearing her speak, it's almost like because she got to the point where she could only eat four foods. You guys are going to hear this whole story during the episode. This is like, this is my take on it. Because she could only eat four foods. And because she was suffering from an extreme eating disorder, it's almost like she has had to teach herself and learn herself the hardest things, which in my mind almost makes her like the most qualified to be teaching this stuff. In her course, she actually has the tools to overcome emotional eating. I mean, it's amazing. So simple. She teaches it. I'm like, I use it all the time now. And ever since I've taken the course, I shit you not, I am eating vegetables for every single meal. I made asparagus for breakfast this morning. And I am not somebody that reaches, has in the past, I'm going to say this in the past tense because, you know, I'm always talking to myself, right? My little subconscious is listening. I was not a person that ever reached for vegetables. Vegetables to me, to me was like a, ugh, I have to suffer through this. Not a, mm, I can't wait to enjoy that. And all of a sudden going through her course, I'm like, yes, I want broccoli. Yes, I'm going to wait to roast my vegetables for lunch. Like, yes, I'm going to enjoy some Brussels sprouts right now. Like it's, it's crazy. And it was overnight. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's going to happen to everyone, but like just the things, the way that she lays it all out makes so much sense. So I am loving what she's serving up. I loved our conversation. I am so excited to share it all with you guys today. And before we get into the episode, I want to share with you what is coming up for Lit AF. So I shared last week that Lit AF is celebrating its one year anniversary on May 25th. I am just so excited. I just can't believe it. So in order to really celebrate this huge achievement, I'm going to be throwing a little wellness festival. This is going to be on May 19th through May 21st. I'm going to have sessions at noon Pacific time as well as 5 to 6 p.m. in the evening Pacific time. 
I am just so excited for the lineup. I've got amazing hosts lined up. We've got Rachel Besser, shadow work coach, Jujana Evans, who's an amazing human design reader. I've been working with her recently. It's been amazing. Natalie Lobo, who is an amazing, amazing intuitive and sound healer. She's going to be bathing us with a beautiful sound healing. We've got Keisha Hernandez, who is an amazing yoga teacher. She incorporates trauma movement or trauma recovery into her practice. It's going to be stellar. And then I'm going to be finishing the event, hosting a community meetup for everyone. And we're all going to just share with each other and support each other exactly where we're at right now. Because I have just found that working in a group with personal growth actually up levels me just exponentially. So this is an opportunity for you to actually make time for self-care for yourself, because we all deserve it, and for you to learn and grow and heal with a community of like-minded individuals. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to have fun while we're doing all of this. <laughs> and then I've got a virtual goodie bag for everyone that comes. Um, there's several different ticket levels. You can join just for the evening programs. You can get an all access pass. You can get the VIP level, which comes with a little bit of lit AF swag. We've also just got the free event. So if you just want to join for the community event, or the community consciousness meetup, that's going to be on Friday. That is a free event. So go check it all out. Visit sarahcohan.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash wellness fest. Wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S, fest, F-E-S-T. Come join us. Make time for yourself to be working on these things. I know how hard it is to carve out time to be working on this stuff and to make time for you. And I also know how hard it is just to find a group of people that are working on this same stuff and that understand where you're at in your journey and just how much support you need. And who knows, maybe you're just going to get that right piece of wisdom at the right time. This is going to unlock your next potential. These are all healers and coaches that I personally love working with. They're all amazing and they're all serving up some realness for this festival. So it's going to be awesome. And I really, really hope to see you there. Everyone who's going to be attending is going to be a part of it. So please come. It's going to be so fun. I just, I cannot wait. And it's coming right up. So again, that's on May 19th through May 21st. Those are all of my announcements. As always, if you are working through some personal growth exercises and you want some of my free tools, you can go to my website and download a free feelings meditation. This is a lovely seven-minute meditation to help guide you through feeling an emotion. And then I have also got some phone screens, some phone lock screens for your phone with several different mantras on them. They were downloaded by coaches that have been on this podcast, including Victoria Jane, Human Design Reader, Rachel Besser, a Shadow Work Coach, and Jessica Briggs, an Akashic Records Reader. And these mantras are incredible. They're so fun. You can um, download them instantly. You can choose from seven of them. And then you can just, every time you look at your phone, be like, oh, oh my God, human love is divine love. There's no reason to separate the two. Like amazing, amazing. So much fun. So if you're interested in downloading those tools, you can visit sarahcohan.com 
S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash free tools, plural. It's tools, plural. (laughs) All right, you guys. Without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. I am so excited to welcome Dr. Renee Hupka to the show. She is a board-certified naturopathic physician, a licensed acupuncturist, a homeopath, and a holistic healer. So, Renee, welcome to Lit AF. Girl, thanks so much for having me. I'm so, I'm so, so happy, honored, thankful, grateful to be here. Me too. I can't wait for your wisdom and talk about energetic medicine and homeopathy and just all of this good stuff and how you've harnessed all like these different modalities. I say modality every episode, so. <laughs> I love that term. Great. Girl. Yeah, I mean. I like say it in my sleep at this point. Like it's. Modality. Yeah, it's a modality. Modality. <laughs> modality. It's a modality. But you've harnessed all of these different modalities into a therapy and it's so cool and I'm so excited to hear your story. So should we get into it? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's do it. I'm so excited. Uh, Me too. Okay. So tell us about your process to help people hear their physical, mental, emotional health. And then how is this like working through processing old emotions and trauma? This is great. And I'm probably going to go off on like 10 tangents. So if you need to like reel me back in, reel me back in. So my philosophy is that most physical disease and mental health issues stem from trauma in our lives, trauma during childhood, generational trauma, unacknowledged, unprocessed emotions, and things that aren't seen, felt, heard, etc. Because emotions and trauma, I mean, obviously trauma initiates lots of different emotions and feelings, but emotions just as a entity, they're energetic and we're energetic beings and everything is energy. So oftentimes, like let's say you have childhood trauma, you don't have the tools, the resources, the consciousness to be like, I'm sad, I'm mad because X, Y, and Z happen and really feel, right? Like we just, you just don't. So oftentimes- That would be crazy that if we did. <laughs> like what mature little children would be walking around being like, oh my God, like I feel, I feel forlorn or whatever, you know? Like amazing, yeah. right? Like, wow. Impressive. That would be amazing. Um, yeah, but like we get to do that as conscious adults, which is like part of the human experience. So it's like such a gift to be able to do that as an adult. And trauma really is our growth points to help us become who we're supposed to be. So I think it's so important to feel your feelings around the trauma, but hopefully being able to get to the goal, which is feeling gratitude for it and love for it because it helped you really blossom and heal. So anyway, I know, tangent again. So when we have trauma or unprocessed or unacknowledged emotions, that energy gets kind of stuck in the body or in different organs. And each organ, at least in Chinese medicine, houses an energetic signature of a specific emotion or certain emotions. So let's say... You had a lot of sadness, a lot of grief, a lot of loss growing up. Well, you're going to have – and those pro- those emotions weren't like fully felt or processed. That energy will potentially get stuck in the lungs. And this is where it gets really sophisticated is that in Chinese medicine, like 
every organ has an organ pair and then every organ pair opens up to a different orifice in the body. So like I treat a lot of dermatology and so the lungs and the large intestine, they're a pair, but they open up to the skin. So it's like you got to put your – yeah, you got to put your detective hat on and I just learned how to become a really good detective and observer to be like, wow, okay, so you're – you know, continuous rashes all over your skin and your body, you know, have nothing to do with your diet, have nothing to do, you know, possibly do have something to do with your lifestyle, but the root cause, which is what we're going to treat to help correct what's causing this disease and disharmony is rooted in the lungs or the large intestine because your mom died when you were five, you know, it's so sophisticated, but I've had so much experience personally and clinically treating really hard to heal cases where people are really suffering because I know how to detect the root cause. I have no idea if that answered your question, but that was my <laughs> that was my short answer. I love it. That was amazing. <laughs> Thanks, girl. That was Thank amazing. You. Okay, so I'm so curious how and this is probably like the whole basis of your work, but like how do you um get to that root cause? I'm actually able to get to the root cause pretty quick which I think is like a totally great skill of mine. And in my like initial consultations, I, you know, I want to know like, what are your primary health concerns? Where is your suffering occurring? And then I'm like, tell me about your childhood. Tell me what's gone on in your life. Have you had some major stressors? When did this health concern begin, et cetera, et cetera. And I do phone consult. I mean, right now it's like, we're still pandemicking. I'm not seeing people in person. I'm only seeing people on the phone, but When I was in medical school, I trained, I have a master's in Chinese medicine as well. And so we were taught how to do voice diagnosis, which is so badass. Like, oh, I feel like, I feel like it's a super skill I have. So if I don't see you and I can just hear your voice, I know what organs are out of alignment (sighs) or what organs are deficient or what organs are in excess. And then also based on your symptoms, I can know what your organs are saying and what's going on, where the disharmony is and where the energy is stuck or where the emunctories, also known as detox pathways, or how our organs are supposed to function like optimally, like where they're not functioning optimally and where the healing needs to take place. That is so So cool. that's really cool. So I'm able to like pinpoint that pretty fast. Yeah. Wow. Just by the voice. Just by the voice and their story, the body's communicating so clearly what's going on based on their symptoms and then based on their history and their stress and their traumas. You know when you get to a really good place in your trauma when you can laugh about it. So that's a goal. Yes. It is really powerful. Yeah. So all those things and then 15 years of being in the healing world makes you good at what you do. Mm, That'll do it. That'll That'll do do it. it. (laughs) Yeah. So what is your healing story then? I'm so curious how there's got to be something, right? Of like how you came to all of this. Yes. Um, It's long. (laughs) I was going to say everyone snuggle up. (laughs) Everyone everyone get real cozy and comfy. Get a Bev. Get a snack. Close your eyes. This is not a lullaby, but. (laughs) (laughs) So. I was thinking about this earlier because it's like, where do you start? But I really think, and I don't know if any of your listeners or you've read the book Spirit Babies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, you know, my my trauma really started like kind of at birth. And then I'm like, no, dude, like 
my trauma started when I was a little spirit baby. Mm. And I was like, I have all this healing to do. Like I have this mission. I have this healing to do. I have this karma I need to resolve. I have these lessons I need to learn. Like this is the family I am meant to be born into. And they're going to give me what I need in order to grow, change, heal, transform, transcend all the things. So I really think it was when I was just like a little spirit baby in the world, ready to come on down, which I think is like, fabulous, right? My parents got pregnant with me and a lot of my trauma, most of my trauma stems around my my dad, my biological dad. And I have a stepdad now, so sometimes it can get confusing talking about dads, but my stepdad's like one of my best friends. He's like absolutely amazing. He's been in my life for over a decade and he's wonderful. So I say he's my dad, but like my biological dad. The dad that gave the sperm to make me be here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe on yeah, to the <laughs> earth. Yeah, but I have so much gratitude and love for him truly because I've done so much healing around my trauma. There was a lot of stress when I was in the womb with my mom and I really believe that babies take on the energy of the, the, the environment they're in. So a lot of stress there came into the world. My mom wasn't able to breastfeed me. That's a trauma because, you know, you need that mother child bond. I'm I'm getting super picky here, but I just want to share details so that any of your listeners are like, wow, like that contributed. Wow, that contributed. Like there's no I think like big T trauma, little T trauma, that's a thing. But trauma's trauma. Emotions are emotions. Like it's your plate. I don't like to label what's harder or worse or whatever, because it's your story. Right? Who am I to be like, that was harder than that. Like it doesn't matter. It's just it's what it's what happened to you. Right. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Thank you for sharing yeah. all of us. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so I kind of started having gut issues, allergies at a really young age. Um, I'd get rashes behind my legs. I was always sensitive to a lot of foods. I had a lot of food allergies, but I think that was kind of like the beginning. And then my childhood environment was not super safe or great. I had a lot of, um, my parents fought a lot. My dad was super abusive to me, my sister and my mother. I didn't really realize that until around age five. Like I loved my dad. Like I didn't know, like as a kid, you come into the world and you just love until your pain, shame, programming, whatever makes you think otherwise. So once I kind of realized he wasn't a safe place to be around, like that's when a lot of my anxiety started and my like kind of consciousness awareness kicked in, which like a five-year-old should not be conscious. A five-year-old should be in kindergarten, like doing whatever they want to do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Eating, licking rocks and eating paper, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> and only eating mac and cheese and like never pooping. <laughs> Those should be the big issues. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not like how to console like your family when you're the five-year-old. Like, mm. yeah. What's your mm. birth order? Like, I'm curious. I'm the baby. So it's funny. I have an older half-sister who I grew up with, and then my mom got remarried, and my stepdad has three girls. And, like, so it's five girls. Wow. I know, but I didn't I didn't grow up with them. Like, they came into my life when I was, like, 19. Whoa. 19, yeah. Cool. It's really cool, and we're all the same age except one that's in the middle. So, like, it's oh really God. sweet. That's They're so, so amazing. Yeah. It's so sweet. Yeah. Everything everything always works out. Yeah. So stress on the home front. And then my mom and dad got divorced and separated. And we moved out, my sister and I and my mom. And then I started to have – I had to go visit my dad 
on the weekends, every other weekend and every Wednesday night by myself. And that's when I just started to develop severe IBS. I would be crying and screaming, not wanting to go to him because I was so scared of what was going to happen to me. It was it was really scary. And I'd be in the bathroom like having horrible diarrhea. I, I'm an open book, um, ho- like mm. writhing over in pain. And this Tell us more. Yeah. Oh, my God. And this would be like every other Friday for four or five years of my life. And I would just have to button it up right when I had to see him because I was so scared for my safety and my well-being. Like he'd had – I don't think he knew how traumatized I was by his presence and being around him, et cetera. That catapulted my nervous system in my thyroid because – your thyroid really starts to develop between ages four and seven. And that all started for me around age um, five, six, seven. And the thyroid is the guardian of emotions. And like, I would be so upset when I was at my mom's and then I have to go see my dad and just like suppress, like shove that shit down. And that, you know, isn't really conducive for development. When you're a child, your, de- your developmental years are like so important for your organ health and physiology and physical health and mental health and all the things. Anyway, long story short, several years later, I didn't have to end up seeing him anymore. Uh, we went to court because other things came about about the abuse within my family. So it was a huge blessing in disguise. But, you know, once I stopped seeing him, I just was like, shoved under the rug. I'm good. Like, I'm all good. Things are great. I'm fine. Wow. I was so smart. Like, I, my body was so wise. And I, this is such a similar story for so many people. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I was like, I'm fine. I'm good. Like, just going to, like, be a 12-year-old now. And then I was 11 and a half. And then uh, right after that, my grandmother passed away from pancreatic cancer. And then six months later, my grandfather passed away from leukemia. And those are my mom's parents. And they were, like, my second set of parents. And my grandma was the person I felt the safest with. So, like, she is and was my heart. She's my angel. Like, so it's like super emotional. And and then I got my I got my period at 11 and a half mm. when my grandma was dying in the hospital. Talk about fucking trauma and stress and my body freaking <laughs> out. Like I know there are girls like and young women getting their periods at like seven and eight and that's horrible. But I'm 33. Oh my God. I'm like, how old am I? I'm 33. <laughs> <laughs> and like – Back in those years, like 11 was super young and it is super young. It like, is super young, yeah. Way too young. Yeah. So anyway, just going through like elementary, middle, high school, like just low self-esteem, low confidence, um, developed an eating disorder, over high overachiever. In order to get my needs met, I needed to overachieve. And then also my sister was really – so I – yeah, I got – it's like such a sob story sometimes when I like tell my story because it's so sad. But I'm like – it's all good because we're here now and like it's okay. But um and it's so inspiring now. to hear it. Yeah. And my sister, she had ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease and an eating disorder. And so most of my childhood was also spent in the hospital with her. So we needed to save her life, but like also my needs weren't met. My emotional needs weren't met at all. So I just had to be an adult kind of right away, which made me so resourceful, but also like my needs weren't met. My emotional needs were met. So, yeah. So, anyway, fast forward high school, through college, bad breakups, had low self-worth, doormat, (laughs) nodding heads. Yes, we all had that shit. Awful. 
Um, yep. <laughs> yes. Like I became a vegetarian. I became a vegan. I did. I weighed all my food. I had a horrible eating disorder. I wasn't pooping because I was. I was so constipated. I was on birth control. I got off birth control, and then I didn't have my period for two years, and I was losing all my hair. And like, oh my god, I was a fucking hot mess. I was so sick, and you know eating disorders where you're restricting or starving yourself, like that's slowly kidding, killing yourself. That's you not choosing life, not choosing vibrancy, vitality, health, you know, love, peace, expansion, like it's the opposite. So those were all me manifesting my trauma, my unresolved, unacknowledged trauma on the physical plane. But then I went to medical school, naturopathic medical school and um, Chinese medicine degree. And I was super sick. And then I found homeopathy I, I, I oh and I couldn't eat anything I could eat like four foods and if any of my friends are listening to this my friends and family have been with this journey of like not being able to eat stuff because I'd be like so bloated or constipated or in pain or like scared I was gonna gain weight I had all these negative food beliefs and food stories and oh my god I like I could eat broccoli kabocha squash chicken and beef and like mustard and I still like wasn't shitting like I was like really constipated. Wow. Because my my mind like was like so fearful around food and like gaining weight or breaking out or like looking bloated or whatever. I don't even know now. Yeah, it was kind of wild. And I was under eating, I'm sure. So here in medical school, this was in my first year, I had a friend who was like, you need to go see my acupuncturist and homeopath. Like she will help you. <sighs> So here is where the healing really starts. Like, this is where my life mm. – I, I, mm. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. My life really completely changed for the better in this time frame. So I started seeing this woman named Malia, Malia King Anderson, and she – you know, I just started seeing her like weekly or biweekly or whatever. And I don't think she lives in Oregon anymore, and I need to reach out to her because I saw her for years. But I think she moved, but she was like my first – teacher. I mean, granted, I was in medical school, like learning how to become a naturopath and all this stuff. But like, when push comes to shove, like my deepest learning in terms of like helping people heal was with my mentors outside of school and in my own personal healing and cultivation. But I I was like, hey, I'm not pooping. I'm losing my hair. My thyroid's a mess. I don't have a period. I'm bloated all the time. I feel like shit. I look like shit. I'm pretty much in my bed all the time when I'm not in school because I'm so tired and I'm weighing all my food and I can't stop. I have a severe eating disorder. She was like, okay, girl, take these remedies. Start with this one, this homeopathic remedy, and then I'll see you next week. She gave me one remedy to start. And within 24 to 48 hours, I stopped weighing my food. Like it was like a a neuroses before. Like I couldn't stop. I I physically couldn't stop. I was so scared. Oh my God, I was so scared. And I just was like, I don't have to do this mm. anymore. And my whole life changed. Wow. I was able to get my period back. I was able, I stopped, I could eat way more foods. Um, my gut was getting better. Everything just started to heal after doing acupuncture with her. Yeah, I started to poop. My poop didn't really make a huge turn until I found my second teacher, Bernie Baird. Mm. But um it did, it did make a, a difference because I wasn't really dealing with like the root cause. And I don't think I really dealt with the root, 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 root cause until like three years ago where I like made my huge shifts. But yes, I've started pooping again. It still wasn't optimal, but it was improved. Probably like 50%. Mm. 
which is like Amazing. better than nothing. Amazing. I was like so toxic. Yeah. So found her. She was amazing. And then uh, I still didn't have I, I still didn't have my period. I was working with her, but I, I was like I'm ready to date again. I was so wounded from like my old boyfriend and all the things and was like really ready to like show up in the world and like find a really great partner and boyfriend that was like worthy of my love. Like he had to be just as good as I was. Like I was in a totally different headspace. Went on a couple dates with some randos. Um, and then I met my husband who is my angel and the love of my life. And he has really shown me what unconditional love means. And I just, I couldn't love him more. I know. Yeah. So, and on our third date or second date, I got my period back. Universe being like, girl, you're going to have this boy's babies. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I, mean, uh, I mean, and I was doing like a year, a year and a half of like homeopathy and homeopathic drainage and all this stuff that was like prepping my body to get my period back. But it was, it. I believe in signs and angel numbers and spiritual guidance and universal law and all the things and like, a hundred percent. That's what it meant. It was like, girl, this is your opening. And I was like, done, done, done. So really like seeing Malia, using homeopathy, meeting the most supportive, loving, hilarious, fabulous man really helped me heal. And then I really, I really started to get better. And like all my friends in medical school be like, Renee, you look so much better. Like you're doing so much better. And I was like, I was doing, I was like, Probably like 85% better, which is like, I was like, thank you. Doing all the work, doing the work, showing up, (laughs) doing the work, (laughs) work, work. Yes. And then graduated, opened my own practice, took like a breath, but I never really like took a pause. I went straight into practice, took my, you know, licensing board exams, which are like hell, but I did it. And then spring of 2018, which was like three years ago, I started getting panic attacks, which (gasps) came out of nowhere. I was getting married in three months, July of 2018. Okay. Wedding planning. We'll do that for you. Just saying. (laughs) You know what? It was the freaking like it was like the catalyst. It was like the mm-hmm. best and the worst, but I was like so mm-hmm. overwhelmed, even though like we didn't have a huge wedding, but like times in your life when you go through big transitions brings up a lot of shit. But I was out of medical school. I was like healthier. I was in a super supportive relationship and I wasn't super stressed with like school and all the stuff. So the universe was like, okay, girl, it's your time. And I went through my trauma healing. That's when it started. And I had a huge spiritual awakening, dark night of the soul, like all the things. And I don't even know what to really, what the words are to describe what that time in my life was like. I mean, I'm still processing from it. Like I'm still uncovering things because I just think there are more and more things to uncover as I go deeper and deeper. But like my healing is manageable. And at that time, I thought I was like not going to make it. Like, I would be crying all day, hysterical, like, kind of hear this mental chatter, like, you don't love anyone, like, kill yourself, like, you're awful, you're terrible, like, whore, like, you're fat, all this stuff. And it was just like, I don't even know what it was. I think it was ancestral. I think it was ego. I think it was just, just trauma from ancestors and all. It was just really wild. And I feel like we needed, that could be another episode for another time, just that time in my life. At that point, I really 
pivoted and looked at healing the body in a completely different way. So prior to that, I was like, okay, like, yeah, I'm really going to focus on gut health to heal constipation, right? Energetics, yes, and emotions, yes, but that wasn't like the focus. So I know how to really look at like the function of organs and health, but now with my trauma healing kind of uncovering and processing, it really made me pivot and look at the real root cause, which is trauma, unprocessed emotions, and energy that hasn't been acknowledged, seen, or felt in the body. So it really helped me. It really pointed me to my life's work three years ago, which I'm so – it was the worst time in my life, but really it's like now I can say I'm so strong. I, I never knew how strong I was given my upbringing, but that time was the worst time of my life. And I think the feelings from having to like see my dad were coming up. So I've been doing so much trauma healing around my dad and so much trauma healing around my mom and my family and my my ancestors and really looking at like who I am and who I want to be and what I can do for myself to get there in a way more holistic, loving, graceful, meaningful way. Anyway, so it was like awful and I was having like so much anxiety and it was just like – it wasn't just like generalized anxiety. It was like panic, fear, terror, all the stuff all the time. And so I was just – I just really dove right in and was like, okay, this this isn't good. We're going to heal this. So now everything I do is rooted from that time in my life because – I've just like got so many signs and messages and pointed me in this direction. So here we are today. Amazing. Good for you to like scroll. I know that was a lean in. You didn't just say like, I'm going to get through this. Oh, I didn't want to. Right. Of course. Like no one wants to. (laughs) No. Oh my God. I I mean, I would not do that again. Yeah, you wouldn't choose. You wouldn't like self-select for that, but <laughs> yeah, but I, but I can do. I can. I did, so did. I know I can. Can so tell us how how has your practice shifted? Like, what are the big takeaways from it? Okay, so I think like let, let's use dermatology. I love using dermatology just because you can see a change when healing occurs. So I think prior to three years ago, so so I use a lot of homeopathy, herbs, holistic nutrition, lifestyle counseling, like emotional and trauma healing and stuff. And I also use UNDA numbers, which are homeopathic combination remedies. And they're also known as like biotherapeutic drainage, which they're not putting a drain in you and drain it. It's not like that. It's just some people are like, ew, you're going to drain me? I'm like, nope, not doing any draining. No draining. No IVs. I could use everything. I could use some draining, to be honest. <laughs> a little draining. Yeah. So exactly. So so drainage, homeopathic drainage, biotherapeutic drainage is homeopathic combination remedies that help open up and reset and reprogram the homeostasis in your body in terms of like the, your organ function, your cellular function, like making sure you're like you're pooping, you're peeing, you're sweating, you're bleeding, you know, menstrual bleeding, like you're you're sleeping. All it helps make sure all of your amuncteries are like solid. But like if I had a skin case, I would have just like done, you know, liver opening and kidney opening, but then I would have just been like doing the skin remedies instead of being like, okay, 
well, the root cause of this skin condition is potentially from grief. So like we need to do some lung numbers because grief has housed in the lungs and we need to do more nervous system numbers because she has a flare up every time she's stressed, you know? So I wasn't doing that. So I was just treating more of like the organ function, but not the deeper emotional root cause. But now I'm always treating the deeper emotional root cause because that's what gets like the life-changing long-term results. Mm. Um, Yeah. So that was like the biggest pivot for me. Damn. That is so cool. So I'm curious, like what successes have you seen from clients or yourself? Well, for me, we'll start with me because why not? Yes, please. Yeah, girl. So I mean, I I mentioned before, like I had horrible IBS, constipation, and diarrhea. Was able to completely heal that, heal all my food sensitivities. I literally can eat anything I want. I mean, I get a little stuffy with dairy, but I'm like, whatever. I can like optimize that. Like, no big deal. Like a lot of people get damp, phlegmy from dairy because it is damp and phlegmy. So like, I'm fine. (laughs) Whatever. I don't lose sleep over it and like freak out, you know? Love that. Been able to grow my hair. I lost like a third of head of my hair like several times and now I have like the most banging head of hair. It does. If you're not watching the video, you'll see it in the clips. Yeah, it's banging. My hair is pretty great, but I've worked really hard to make it this great. I've healed my skin stuff, my allergies, my anxiety. I had horrible insomnia, horrible fatigue. Like I've had a lot of shit, but I really believe like I went through all that so I could bring this type of healing to the world, which is like I'm so grateful and so strong and so happy this has been my path. Oh, and I got my period back, didn't have my period, was fucking mess, got my period back and I just like – Periods are so great. Whenever I, if I ever have like a, <laughs> like a harder period or like a little cramping or like a more tired, Sam's like, just be grateful you got it. I'm like, you're right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Seriously, he's like, snap, so snap at it. So as far as clients and patients goes, I mean, oh my gosh. I love healing dermatology because it's just, it's so rewarding. So acne, psoriasis, rosacea, like horrible rashes. I'm really good at like weird rashes that don't have a name because I don't care about the name. All I care about is like your experience and we're just going to follow your body. Like I don't care about names. It's like, what are you going through? What's your body communicating to us? And let's follow it. Let's just follow it. I love treating infertility. I love getting people pregnant. I've gotten a lot of people pregnant. I have kind of a reputation. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dr. Renee. All those spirit babies are so happy. I don't think I talk about it enough, but I should because I've helped a lot of people be like, yeah, like I've been told I need to do IVF or Clomid or all the things. And I'm like, well – Let's just let's just give what I have to give to you a shot. Like let's just go this route and see. And they're like, oh my god, it's a it's the best. I love treating people that are just like I've got trauma and I've got all these symptoms. Like I'm having insomnia, or I'm having anxiety, or I'm having gut issues. I came out of medical school being like, I just want to be able to help anyone that walks through my door because I feel like niches are really helpful. But like I've just been training so much for the last 15 years to be able to like not turn anyone away. I don't want to turn anyone away because I really believe that the the healing and the medicine that I 
give, there's it's for everyone, um, which feels so great to say. I've just had so much experience with it all. So yeah, so a lot of chronic illness, autoimmune disease, hormonal issues, thyroid issues. I've healed a lot of thyroids, gut issues, all the things. I probably am missing things, but just great results with all health conditions, honestly. For just a second ago, you were talking about um, being able to like optimize your body to eat dairy, which I loved hearing. So I'm curious, what does that mean and how does one optimize for dairy? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so this is great. So you can, when I say like optimize for dairy, like or, you know, heal your relationship to dairy, you can do this with like any food. And I share all of those like step-by-step tools, how to do that in my online course, my nutrition or intuitive and holistic nutrition course. So I can't like share all of them because it's like a step-by-step process, but healing your mindset around it. So like, let's say, you know, society is like, well, dairy's bad for you. Or like, society says, you know, dairy is going to make you gain weight or like whatever. So you need to heal that belief system or that relationship. But like for me personally, I get stuffy or I like my ears might feel a little full when I have dairy. So for me in optimizing dairy in my life in that way, I need to focus on homeopathics specifically probably for like long sinus adenoid, you know, optimization. So homeopathics for that, Unda numbers for that. You know, it's so funny. I've done like my belief system work around like pretty much all food, but I haven't really sat down and done it with dairy for whatever reason. So I really need to sit and do that um, and like heal my relationship to dairy because I also think it might have something to do with like I wasn't breastfed and I didn't get like the right immunoglobulins and all the things. So I probably need to like heal some wounds around not being breastfed and like milk and like being the elixir of life and all the things. And then also like I do live in Portland and it's like a really cold, damp place. I don't know, seven months out of the year. So it's probably not it's not the most optimal like to eat dairy, which is like cold and damp and phlegmy um, during those months because your body wants to be like warm and nourished and not like phlegmy and those things. So I can get away with it a lot more in the summer, but like it's, you know, I want to eat it when I want to eat it. So I need to work on optimizing like my homeopathics and my unda numbers and stuff to help my amuncteries in terms of like my sinuses and my adenoids and my ears and my lungs and all those things because that's what can really kind of – and and my spleen and my stomach can not optimize your dairy, can create imbalance or can create – you know, those those organs aren't functioning as optimally as they should when you're eating those foods. So I probably need to do a little work around that. Does that – is that helpful? That is so helpful. That it's so connected. It's so and I I mean, and I really believe like we should be able to eat all the things. And it's okay, like you should feel like pretty okay and pretty good to be able to eat all the things. And if you're eating something that's causing a big issue, that means there's like a big energetic block there that needs to be looked at. And also like when it ter- in terms of like dairy, like it's best to eat like raw, organic cheeses and things and like you know, in our gut, like our digestive health, like doesn't want cold stuff. So like, I hate to break this to y'all for those of you that love smoothies, like unless, unless you live in like a hot place, you shouldn't drink smoothies unless it's hot. 
it's so it just freezes your gut. No. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. I only eat smoothie, drink smoothies when it's hot. I know. But like occasionally, mm-hmm. like whatever. Wow. But like you know, I'm like, if I don't care, like I'll just do it. But I'm like, ooh. But if you're having like a lot of gut issues, like drinking smoothies when it's cold is like not the best. So like cold dairy, oh, I know. Gotta take, gotta be gentle. Gotta be gentle, but like you should, you know, the the goal for me and all my patients and clients is, and people, students, whatever, is like to be able to eat all the things all the time and be pretty good. That's amazing. Can we go back to fertility? Because I'm so curious with the work that you've done with women that are literally looking towards IVF as their next best option. What do you find is the root cause of the infertility? I love working with the chakra system too and energetics and all the things. And so obviously for those of you that don't know, babies come from our womb, our uterus. That's where it happens. I'm just kidding, but it's true. So (laughs) we can have a (laughs) surprise. Usually there's some kind of imbalance happening within like possibly the root chakra, which is below it, or kind of the second sacral chakra, which is our womb or uterus. So oftentimes, if like people are having a really hard time getting pregnant, there's a lot of trauma ancestrally or within their own personal lifetime that they need to address and see because that baby might be like, I don't want to come down if you're this, if you haven't looked at this, because then I have to carry this shit. I find that a lot of people that have a really hard time getting pregnant, they have a lot of trauma with their family and family dynamics and relationship dynamics. It's so painful for them to go there and look at it, but we get to do it together in a really safe space, which makes it like enjoyable and empowering to go through instead of like scary. Another thing is that a lot of women are overworked, underfed, overstressed, and un- you know, underslept. And if you've got the perfect storm of those things, your body and your womb aren't the best little nursery for your baby to sleep in for nine months. Like this temple has got to be a freaking shrine mm-hmm. for your mm-hmm. baby. Keep it right. Keep it tight. Mm-hmm. Keep mm-hmm. it right. Keep it. Tight. I love you. <laughs> You're the best. So a lot of these women are like working too much. They get like back pain or knee pain because in Chinese medicine, like the kidneys house like our vital force, our jing. And if our kidneys are like deficient, then we can get low back pain or knee pain or like a lot of fatigue or hormonal imbalances or night sweats or, you know, your temperature regulation is really off. And that's a really accurate sign of like your chi is just like depleted and you got to like reel it in and rest. And it's really hard to let go and surrender to that. My clients that have specifically recently have had like fertility issues, have done a lot of trauma work with me. And we've done a lot of homeopathy and a lot of optimizing of their nutrition and their lifestyle. But I feel like the trauma healing piece and really processing some unacknowledged emotions and optimizing their lifestyle, like working less, sleeping more, working out less, eating more. Like those are hard things for women to do because in society we're told eat less, work out more, go to seven orange theory classes, don't eat, 
work from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., sleep at 1 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's like if you get pregnant doing that, like way to freaking go. I mean, I know it happens, but it's like it's not the most optimal environment. And for women that the universe is trying to be like, hey, you deserve better. That's usually, you know, the sign if you're having a hard time getting pregnant, like those things need to be looked at and they can be corrected. You just got to walk through the resistance, walk through the fear and implement the change and and be willing. And then homeopathy, oh yeah, and homeopathy and all the things and flower essences, like those are just such game changers. I'm sweating. I'm so excited. I love talking about this stuff. I love that. Yes. Uh, I'm curious for trauma work like how do you I'm sure every case is different but like what kind of work are you doing to get through that trauma or work through the trauma it can often be really scary to be like okay if a, if a client or patient's coming to me and they're like yeah like I had a lot of trauma around my mom at age four we're not gonna go straight to that and be like okay like what were you <laughs> feeling it's like no 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 like unless unless they're already there like we just, where are they today? So we start, I was talking to one of my patients the other day and she was like, how do I even describe like what our sessions are like? I was like, please tell me because I have a really hard time putting it into words. And she's like, every, it was really, it's really hard. It's super hard. And she was just like, she was like, well, every time we talk, you're like, okay, what's going on? Tell me how you're feeling in your body. What's going on in your life? Like, what do you want? What's coming up? And we start with what's coming up in present day because what's coming up in present day is telling us probably what's happened in the past. Unmet needs, trauma, limiting beliefs, emotions that haven't been acknowledged, all the things. So we just start there. So like, let's say I have a client that's like, yeah, I'm dealing with like a lot of, you know, difficulty with my partner. Okay, then we're going to start to unpack what's going on in their present life. and then we through our discussion and our conversation, what comes up is like, oh, yeah, well, that started when you were seven from this da-da-da-da-da-da. It's just a really organic conversation where we're like, okay, that's where that pattern came from. And then I give them a bunch of tools to help them process what happened current, like in their present life, but also in the past so they can integrate. And then we can reprogram like new beliefs and give them like prompts and journal prompts and things for them to like explore their feelings and like safe things to do so they can express their feelings because that's super important. People are super afraid of anger. I was super afraid of anger my whole life until the last decade. And anger is like one of the best emotions. Yes. It's yes. right. It's right. I, I Same. I'm like, you used to be afraid of it and now I'm obsessed with it. It's such <gasps> a strong and powerful emotion. It's so awesome. And I'm, I understand why I was afraid of it. And now that I like express it. It's awesome. Oh my God. You go, sister. <laughs> Seriously. It's it's so empowering because it's our body's way of saying like, this is out of alignment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And so as long as we aren't hurting ourselves or hurting other people with our anger and using healthy tools to express it and move it through and process it, then we are golden. And a lot of people are scared of hatred. Like you're allowed to hate things. I'm sure there's something you hated from your childhood or from someone, something that someone said to you. You can hate that thing that happened. you got to process it, acknowledge it, integrate it, and then it's gone. It takes a lot of work. 
it's ever evolving, but that's kind of like how I approach it. It's like, what's going on with you now? And then we work our way back in that session. So it's not so daunting. That is so cool. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's so – okay. And so um, you work with homeopathy and flower essences as well. So I'm curious, like, how do you integrate both of those with clients? I try not to overwhelm my clients. I'm like, do you want the full enchilada or do you want, like, baby steps? Because I'm not – I'm never going to push people. Like, I want to meet people where they're at. But I also want them to get the results they want. So I'm going to be super authentic and real and honest. Like, hey, like we haven't been doing the full enchilada, but like I think your body needs the full enchilada um, in terms of like recommendations and treatment plan. And um, I do a lot of muscle testing. So I'm I'm having these calls with my clients and patients on the phone. But then after we get off the phone, I'll muscle test myself to confirm like, okay, like these are the remedies that came up for them during our call. These are the flower essences. And I never, ever give them something that their body isn't asking for. So I've been studying homeopathy and flower essences since 2010, 2011. And um, so I know remedies. Like I'm kind of like a walking dictionary a little bit for them. So when I'm having my – it's so fun. It's the it's like my coolest superpower. I swear. It's the best. So I'll have a call with the patient and I'll be charting and I'll write down at the bottom like consider. And then whatever that's coming up, like if they're having skin stuff, if they're having grief, if they're having anxiety, if they're having constipation, if they're working on infertility or menstrual cramps or whatever, weight loss, like whatever's coming up in our session, the, the body is – communicating with us all the time and it is so clear what it wants and needs in that moment and in that time frame so I'll just be like okay they need apis they need arnica they need nux vomica they need sea holly they need whatever and I'll just whatever their body is saying in the visit then I'll go muscle test myself and then I'll send them the remedies afterwards depending on what their body says when I muscle test so and then I have them take them throughout the month or few weeks in between our visits and the next healing layer comes off it's like mm. it's just the the re- i know the remedies help with all the symptoms and the root you know the root issue the healing the organ function the energetic function the emotional function of the body and then it's like okay new layer they feel better from those things and then we might go a little deeper i find doing flower essence remedies with trauma work so right now i'm doing um i don't know if you know rainforest remedies no they do Oh, they're powerful shit. Oh my God, I'm going to look them up. I haven't heard of them before. I'm doing the female tonic right now and it has has been just insane. So I'm doing a lot of sexual trauma healing right now and just like ancient, not even ancient, but just like like high school memories of, you know, sexual memories and like college memories and like waiting in line for plan B and like (laughs) just like all of these old memories were coming up. And my husband was like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad at all of patriarchy. And he was like, okay. Yes. And you should be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I should be. And he's like, I can handle that. Like, I can help you with that. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. (laughs) What an angel. Yeah. What an angel. But then also like taking them together at the same time, it's just like a superpower. And I'm sure you've seen this. Like, the plant yes. medicine together with the, you know, the mental medicine is just makes everything work faster or more smoother. I don't even know how to describe it. Totally, because you're working on the more energetic plane. It's like it kind of like bypasses the material plane because 
as far as like flower essences go, like, you know, they're, they just sit in spring water for a day or so, and then they bottle it in brandy. And then with homeopathics, like they're diluted down, like the tiniest amount of whatever substance is diluted down hundreds or thousands of times. And all that's left is the energy. So when you're working on that energetic, spiritual plane, it's like bananas. Oh, I'm so glad you're having relief and having deep healing with that. That is fantastic. And thanks for telling me. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I love it. And just hearing you talk about fertility, I'm like, someone told me in a past life reading that I've had like either a stillbirth or like I died during childbirth, which like, come on, we probably all, literally every man and woman on this planet has probably experienced that in a past life. (laughs) So I'm like, damn, I should like go back and heal that too, because it's like, that's all in there. That's in my womb space. I think you're doing it along. I think, I mean, sometimes when we, even if we're not thinking about like, okay, I'm healing this thing, like all the energetics are like tied into each other's stories. So I would just trust that like if you're healing that sexual trauma and you're healing that womb space and that root chakra and all that stuff in that seventh and sixth chakra, you know, I mean like it's all, you're doing it all. It's all so intertwined. Yeah. Oh, oh you go girl. Thanks for sharing exactly. that. Oh my God, thank you for listening. Oh my God. <laughs> so so whether they like it or not, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm curious for all of the listeners that are going through something with their bodies, and I know you guys are out there. I'm not going to name names, but I'm thinking of you. I'm curious, like, <laughs> what can you tell them? How can how can they just not lose hope in, in taking care of their bodies? I truly believe there's – always a solution. Like, I don't know if that's because I'm a optimist or I just try to be one. I mean, I can be pretty pessimistic who we all can, but really yeah. sometimes you like, I, yeah, like I hear, I hear people a lot of the times going like, I've tried everything, but they haven't. They really haven't tried everything. Like, have you tried homeopathy? Have you tried Unda numbers? Have you tried flower essences? Have if you know, have you tried eating more and working out less? Have you tried going to a shaman, going to therapy, going to acupuncture, putting on your shoes and going for a walk, or giving yourself a week off from work? And like oftentimes we need to look outside of the patriarchy, society, what's the social norm for our healing answer. I had to do that. And you'll know, you'll know when the right thing, you found the right thing for you. And it might be layers of things, but oh my gosh, there's always, there's always, there's always a way where if there's a will, there's a way. And you just have to be willing and you just have to show up for yourself and walk through the resistance and the fear and change and healing is on the other side. Maybe you need to find the right healer. Maybe you need to invest in yourself in the right healing, you know, mentor, coach, doctor, whatever. Maybe it's, you know, you need to just not give a fuck about your diet and just eat what sounds good because all food serves a purpose, right? Like I have a whole course on that and it's my golden course. Everyone loves it. And it heal it helped me eat everything and poop and lose like lose the baby fat, feel amazing, have a great, you know, relationship to my movement and exercise. Anyway, you might have to do the opposite of what you're telling yourself or what you believe to be true, if that makes sense. Like if you believe like, I can't feel good in my body if I don't work out 20 times a week. Well, maybe you just need to go on some walks and that's it while your body heals, (laughs) you know. But there's always, there's always, there's 
where there's a will, there's a way, and you just have to be willing. I know you can heal. Everyone can. Everyone can. Thank you for saying Everyone that. Can. Thank you. That is so I really scary. believe it. Yay. It's true. I mean, I've been through the sh- shittiest of shit and s- helped people through the worst of the worst, and it's just like you got to go slow. You got to really be patient, but keep persevering. Perseverance is the best. The best. And I'm just thinking now too, like it's so intense that you went through that intense experience while planning your wedding, which is like, you know, this society tells us that brides need to be happy and this is the best time of your life. It was not the best time of my life. (laughs) And so for you to like not even allow that to get into your headspace about like choosing this man or what, choosing to get married and just to keep moving forward knowing what's best for you and being able to dig in just speaks volumes for for you being on your right path. That's so cool. Thank you. And I really had to fight tooth and nail to get there because the extent of what I was going through and the extent of the trauma and the the pain and the suffering that I was reliving from my childhood and ancestors back, who the hell knows? I'm so grateful. I just kept showing up for my higher self. And I was so, I had no idea, like, you know, the extent of everything. I just kept trusting what I wanted. And what I wanted was this life with this man and this family and what I always knew to be true. So I just didn't give up. And I'm never giving up. I love that. Don't give up. Thank you. Never give up. I feel like that's a song. Never give up. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. So good. So, okay. Tell us more about your online classes. I want to hear more about that. How can we get in touch with you? And Renee has a little gift for all of us. So talk about that as well. (gasps) Yes. Okay. So I have a bunch of online courses and they're on my website. You can go to goldenheartmedicine.com and I have an online healing course called Foundations of Health and it's all about opening up the amunctories and lifestyle practices in order to make sure you're healthy for the rest of your life. So like pooping, peeing, like optimizing digestion, optimizing kidney function, optimizing your hormones, optimizing your nervous system and your emotions and your sleep optimizing your lung health, like just optimizing everything, like all the all the things I do on a daily and weekly basis to make sure like I'm in tip top shape. And it's just it's just such a great course. It's called Foundations of Health for a Reason because those are the tools like we should all be doing for ourselves to make sure like we feel amazing, that we thrive and are vital and just lots of lifestyle healing practices and tools. And then my favorite workshop is called Intuitive and Holistic Nutrition. I need to change the name because it's not just about nutrition. I made these like a year ago and I, I, I'm always like updating things, but it's really about like how to heal your relationship to food, how to trust your body when it comes to food, healing food sensitivities, because I really believe like we develop emotional food allergies around foods. So like this is a great example. So like remember when like low carb was the thing and like keto? I mean that's still like kind of yes. in the world. It created like the worst food fears and food stories for specifically women but for everyone like sugar is bad, fruit is bad, grains are bad, beans are bad, gluten is bad, bread is bad, cake is bad, 
baked goods are bad. Alcohol is bad. Everything is bad. <laughs> um, everything. So, don't eat anything. Just bad. don't eat the kabocha squash. <laughs> oh my god! And like not poop for like three years. Um, <laughs> but yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's uh, my poor bowels. Anyway, that course is about like how to reprogram your belief system around food because I truly believe every single fucking food on this planet serves a purpose. Even Cheetos, even cane sugar, like. If you have a banging mindset around your life and what you put into your body and the world around you, like nothing is bad for you. It all starts in your brain, right? It's our belief system. I know. Yes. Yeah. So I can't stop. So that course, (laughs) I know. And I'm like, yes. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) we're very cute. Anyway. um, So yeah, that course is. (laughs) Yes, we are. I know. Yes, we are. We are. So yeah. So that course is like, I give lots of recipes and like how to stock your pantry, how to stock your fridge, how to make herbal infusions. So like, there is nutrition in there for sure. And I give like lots of resources around that but also it's about like how to listen to your body when it comes to food how to you know eat without fear and like how to not have shame or guilt around the foods you're eating like you should be able to have cake whenever the fuck you want I mean you shouldn't eat it like three times a day because like you're probably not going to feel great if you do that every single day of the week but if you want cake eat some cake I'm not telling you to do that but you need to heal like your belief system around it like It's not just like eat it and be done. It's like, no, like we have to create a loving, healing, safe relationship with the food in order to be able to eat it and not have physical problems. And then also it's about how to find the right movement and exercise that like lights you up and brings you joy because we as humans, like we need to move, but you shouldn't be killing yourself at the gym. There's a fine balance of exercising too much or not exercising enough. So let your body be your guide, but do my course. It's so fabulous. Everybody loves it. Um, I love it so much. And then I have a trauma healing course that has like so many great resources and tools in there to help you start looking at your trauma. It's like a really broken down course and it's super, super helpful to help you process your trauma and your emotions in a really safe way. And then um, I have like a whole membership where you can do monthly membership, have access to those three courses. And then I have another course specifically in there that's like my daily practices, which is like meditation, breath work, qigong, like acupuncture, facial massage, like just like the self-care, get your mind right, get your body right, kind of energetic practices, which are like really great. And that's in my membership. And then if you want to learn how to use Unda numbers, which are the homeopathic combination remedies or the drainage remedies that we talked about, those are for students or practitioners of health care. So like doctors, acupuncturists, whoever's like a licensed healthcare worker that wants to use this in their practice, they can learn from me there. And I'm, mm. I'm, I'm about to, yeah, I know it's, I'm really trained in all this stuff um, and I'm going to start teaching homeopathy courses um, for people so they can like use it on their own because it's such safe practices and safe remedies to use. And I was just like working on ideas for future courses. I'm like, I could literally teach a homeopathy course for like everything. So I'm like, I'm going to do it because like if people had these tools, oh my God, what a healthier, happier, more peaceful, more like amazing world we would live in. So yeah, so those... I think those are all my courses. And if not, you can hop onto my website and tell me I'm wrong because sometimes I forget what I've got. (laughs) Love it. 
<laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And so how can we find you out um, on the Instagrams? On the Instagrams, I'm Golden Heart Medicine. So G-O-L-D-E-N-H-E-A-R-T. M-E-D-I-C-I-N-E for those of you that need a little spelling bee. I love to spell. I'm like a big speller. Like, I'm such a weirdo. I mean, I don't (laughs) – This is a pleasure to watch. (laughs) Like, were you in the spelling bee when you were in in elementary school? was and I I was um I got out on the word asparagus which I have to say has haunted me for my entire life. It's changed my relationship with that vegetable. How did you spell it? I spelled it asparagus <laughs> instead of asparagus, <laughs> which is like day. Yeah, but like when you're in third I'm grade, so nervous. you know, no, that's it how it sounds. I'm really proud of you. That's like a really hard word. No, it's a hard word and now every time I like Touch, look at asparagus. I'm like, I remember you. <laughs> I know how to. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, seriously. <sighs> I I got out on molecule. It's so, so funny. I thought it was like mala, <gasps> M O L A. I ugh, I was like, I'm gonna win this thing. I'm gonna the fucking a. win this thing. Yeah, the A M O L E C U L E molecule. Gets ya. And then I. Yeah. Damn. And then you went on to be a doctor, so like <laughs> doctor, acu- million degrees, like million whatever. Degrees. <laughs> Molecules are your your besties, I guess. I think so. That was quite telling. So funny, but yeah. So Golden Heart Medicine, and yeah, it's Love fun it. on the IG. And tell us about this discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I am just full of love and giving these days. I really am. I'm doing – I'm. this is right here, so I'll show it. I'm doing a Course in Miracles right now. Has oh, my anyone God, yes. done, Have you done this? Uh-huh. So yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. So it's just – oh, my – it's such good stuff. So I'm just like, how can I serve and be the light in this world? That's one of the lessons. Mm. Giving, mm. love, all mm. the things. Love so that. I'm giving – all of y'all, $50 off my online courses. And I'm pretty sure the discounts, like you can use the $50 on every single course if you wanted to. So that's a lot of savings. And who doesn't love a sale? This girl, a love sales. Not a good sale. So yeah, you can get $50 off and my guide, uh, a free guide. What is it called? Healing tools for emotional support. I give like my favorite homeopathic, some flower essences in there and lifestyle tools. I also share my like online store so you can like order those remedies at a discount too. So just hop onto my website and sign up for my email list and then you'll get those freebies and discounts in your inbox. Love it. And I will put a link below so that you can sign up and get all those gifties. Thank you so much for that. That's amazing. And I think it's just for the month of um, end of May, right? Well, actually, I'm not sure. It's probably for the next year, but I'm, I'm, I'll be real honest with y'all. I am working on shifting around my online courses. So I'm not sure how long they're going to be available in this format. So they might go away for a while and then I might only like launch them once or twice a year, the Amy Porterfield way. So get after it if you want these things now and you don't want to have to like wait once or twice a year to get them. 
get them now, but I think they're like available. The discount will be available for the next couple months, so probably through June at least. Love it. So get, get on, on it. it. Get, get on, on it, people. Y'all. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So yeah. Cool. And if you want to work with me, you can head to my website. I do holistic healing and also like business empowerment coaching too. So just here, just here doing it all. Just here showing up for you guys. Just trying to, doing just trying all. to help just people. Just being a light in the world. Just trying to. Thanks. Yes. You're nailing Thanks. it. Thank, Thank you. you. Renee, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for being here and sharing all your wisdom and your story that that story just hit home to me on so many different levels. And so I truly believe that hearing other people work through their own trauma and be a vulnerable warrior and share with the world is so powerful. So I really want to thank you for being here and sharing with all of us. Thank you so much. Thanks for giving me the the place to do it. I'm really grateful. I just think you're the best. And I just can't wait to meet you in person because you're like the most fun and we're going to have the best time. I'm serious. It's going to happen. Portland's not ready for us. Portland's not ready for this. Mm -mm. (laughs) That's it for today's show. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed. If you have a moment and you're in the Apple Podcast app, please rate and review the show. I could really use all the ratings I can get. And share this episode with a friend that may benefit from it. You never know. And of course, hit subscribe to keep up with new weekly episodes. Until next week, visit sarahcohan.com, that's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com to find other podcast episodes. And you can find Lit AF on Instagram at It's Me, Sarah Cohan, and you can also find me on Clubhouse. Thank you again for listening. Please stay lit, Lit AF, and I hope to see you back here next week. <laughs>